The following podcast is part of the MindBodySpirit.fm podcast network. Families have a lot going on. Let Ollie help manage the mental load with new cognitive health supplements for everyone four and up, like delicious Lolly Focus Pops or Lolly Mellow Pops for kids. And for parents, try three new Brainy Chews to help you focus, chill out, or get energized. Find these cognitive health buddies for the whole fam at ollie.com. That's O-L-L-Y.com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Sometimes we think, we don't know what to do. We don't know what we want. But we know. I'm Sienna. And I'm Toast. We're partners in love, life, and music. And we've been together since 2001. With each episode of this podcast, our goal is to help our fellow LGBT community members lift their lives to the next level. Hey. Hey. Hi, we everyone. know. You Hi. know. Do we? Come on, you guys. You guys know. We know. Come on. Do we know? Ah, come on. <laughs> Come on, you. Is that pigeon? Yes. It's not standard American English. It's <laughs> no, pigeon I mean, English. No, from but I mean, Hawaii. Like, I don't remember growing up with that. You don't? No. Okay. Maybe it, that's Hilo Yeah, maybe it's from Hilo. I think I think it uh, was made famous by oh, famous. Bulaia. He was on the Hawaii... TV stations. I don't even know what. I don't know he who had that some is. Kind of toast. Yeah, you had moved away from Hawaii before, just before he he started becoming popular. He was a comedian in Hawaii, and he talks super pigeon, like super super pigeon. And one of his things was like, "Come on, <laughs> come on." This was on the radio? No, this was on TV. Oh, TV, TV. Yeah. But what's what show was it? Like a comedy, I, like a half hour comedy show? I I think it was on some kind of cable access where, you know, anybody can make a TV show and I think that was it. But don't quote me. Hmm. Okay. Okay. I I can't even see him. Like I don't even know what he looks That's, like. Mm-hmm. All right. Not a big deal. But, so Aww. so wait so before wait so before it's a big deal for him so so you never heard of that until I started saying yeah it to that's you? why I thought you were just oh like, really I thought you made How it up funny. no oh <laughs> and I don't think necessarily that Bulaia made it up but okay. I think it's a, just an exaggeration of the Hawaiian pigeon way of saying oh come on yeah right it's just oh, come on. Oh, come on. Oh, come on. <laughs> I just didn't That's grow the evolution up with that. of, oh, come on. <laughs> oh, come now. <laughs> oh, come now. <laughs> that's right. <sighs> okay. And that's our response to 
the the sentiment. I don't know what to do. I'm so confused. What should I do? Because I don't know what I want. Ah, <laughs> oh, come on! <laughs> you know, you know what you want. But we're often, I think, afraid of what we want because we think it's too hard. Yeah, I think that when we are kind of on the fence like that, Mm -hmm. I really think we do know it's just really a matter of we're afraid to deal with taking action. Yeah, everything that it means. Yeah, from from actually hopping to the other side of the fence. Yeah. Jumping off the fence. Because it's so overwhelming. Well, it can be. You know what it's reminding me of? That part in the Declaration of Independence. Which part? The part that says that, I'm going to totally be paraphrasing, but it's basically saying that, you know, history has shown that mankind is more, dis- maybe I won't be paraphrasing, maybe this is really what it says. Okay, let's <laughs> have it. Mankind, mankind is more disposed to suffer. Oh. While. Yes. Yes. While evil is sufferable. Yes. More than to to right themselves. Yeah. By abolishing the forms that they have been accustomed to. Yes. Right? If something yes. is comfortable enough simply because of familiarity, See? you're just going to stay in it. See? You're just going to stay in it. And we have talked about this Even though so you know much. it's not the right thing, yeah. it's familiar. So you're just going to stay with it. You know what? And that is why, that is the very reason why we tend to stay in situations that we've not been happy with for way too long. Yeah. We're just comfortable there. Mm -hmm. We got comfortable with the initial discomfort. Normalization again. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Ah, come on. All right. So, so what are we really talking about here? Well, really, it's about coming back to your heart again, coming back to our hearts again, because Mm -hmm. our hearts hold really the gems of what it takes to truly create a life that we're totally in love with, where, and when, when we talk about a life you absolutely love and, you know, a life that is just in flow. We're not talking about, oh, nothing bad ever happens. We're talking right. about you've now cultivated enough tools to feel what you need to feel at any given step of the way, mm-hmm. um, but to also pull, grab from your toolbox, okay, this thing is happening. I have some tools here. I felt what I needed to, f- to feel. Let me use some of these tools to change my perception, just like how we, that other podcast we just did. Let me, you know, so it's really just having a nice set of tools to handle life and to always know how to realign yourself, realign, 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 because that's what it really is is, about. Mm -hmm. As a human being, we're going through life. We are spiritual beings first, but we're here having chosen a human experience, which comes with all kinds of stuff. And so it really is about aligning ourselves back to who we truly are, which is spirit. And we can find all like the treasure map 
it's in our hearts. And so, and that sounds so corny, but it's, it's like so real. It's like, it's totally real. Your heart will not lie to you, but it really is about knowing and discerning. Is that my heart speaking? That's so true. Is that my ego speaking? Right. Is it my second chakra lust part of me feeling (laughs) speaking? Like what is, where is it coming from? You know, if you watch The Bachelor. (laughs) Okay. Okay. Let's go from the Declaration of Independence (laughs) to The Bachelor. See how far America has come, people. But do you see? You see? Do you see? But see, this podcast is for everyone. Yes. Okay. Go, go, right? go. This podcast is for yeah, everyone. Go for it. Right. It's like Colton. <laughs> okay. I, I don't know who's watching this. Okay. I wasn't watching. So Colton is and the name one of, the of my really good friends watches. And then I was like, okay, I'm going to watch it. And then I'm to be like, able to have something fun very, to talk about. This is very entertaining. And then now she and I, we just talk and chat it up about it. And it's really fun. Mm-hmm. But, um, so Colton, who is the current bachelor, did he really love Cassie? No, it wasn't coming from his heart. Do not tell me that. It was coming from a place much lower. <laughs> yes. <Okay>. <laughs> and Colton knows. Like he knew. He knew. That she wasn't the right one for him. So, so okay, using okay, this now, example. Well, okay, well, wait, hold on, hold on. Okay. I have to give myself a little disclaimer here. And then we got to move off this because I wasn't planning to talk about Colton. The day we're recording this is before we've seen the finale. Okay. So who knows? They may get together. Okay. 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 I mean, she's off the show. I, okay. I just got to say right, right now. But who knows how this is going to end. Okay. Okay. All right. But it's Noted. Registered. <sighs> But right. it's like you have to Disclaimer, know, is this my heart? It. Is my heart really speaking to me? Well, and that's, okay. So, but it takes, I just have to fit this into us because I'm not going to fit it in. Okay. But it takes allowing your heart to be heard and you allow your heart to be heard by not just listening and going, oh, okay. It's actually taking action. That's how you really uh, solidify this, oh, this is my heart speaking to me. That's how you know, you know, so it's all the little actions. So it's not those big giant leaps of like, I think I want to change my career. I'm going to move my heart to Portugal. Speaking. Yeah. It's, it's really like taking those little steps. Like for me, it's like, God, I really want to bake that cake. You know, Okay. you know what? I'm going to bake the cake. I'm listening to what my heart is saying okay. right okay. so it's those little it's those little things if we pay attention to those little things even down to you know like if we're doing takeout and it's like toast what do you want to what do you want to um what do you want to order in today mm-hmm. and you're like oh i don't know whatever and i'm like oh you choose but if i know my heart is going oh my god Sienna, you really want to remember that pizza you wanted to try from that place that has the new vegan cheese and that if my heart is saying that it's like, that's not a big risky choice to say, hey, let's try that pizza. Right. 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 So it's all those little choices we make in listening to what feels to be our hearts Mm -hmm. that really helps us to hear more clearly. This is my heart. You know, but I think a lot of times in a in a day to day way, I think we deny that part. 
of ourselves. Yes. You know? Okay, so okay, now, let me please. make sure I understand what you're saying. Mm-hmm. I think what you're saying is that hearing your heart and understanding your heart is a skill that really needs to be developed. If you're and, not used to. And following. most people, most of us, are not used to it just by virtue of living in the society that we live in. Yeah. Because I think because we have the entire capitalist system pouring billions of dollars into trying to make us think that our hearts want this brand of skincare product or this brand of car or this brand of shoes or that right I think right. I think that immense they're selling some pressure else, yeah know? I think that yeah. immense pressure is put on us uh, to a lot of times I mean this is going to sound nefarious but to try and trick us into thinking that our heart wants right. their brand right of whatever it is right but and the really uh tricky thing the nuanced thing is that i think a lot of these ad campaigns and marketing campaigns and all that they are speaking to genuine and valid desires that we have mm-hmm. for a becoming, feeling for for yeah for becoming better people mm-hmm. right i think the most powerful persuaders will appeal to that core essence in us that yeah. wants to be more yeah. and do more and to flourish and to develop ourselves right but but truly doing the individual work of clearly discerning our heart heart's desires and what our, where our heart is leading is a lifelong thing that we just need to keep working at keep mm-hmm. honoring uh through through every day and every practice every spiritual practice of our lives yeah yeah totally and i think something that is really important to know is that the longings and the desires of our heart really come from the infinite side of ourselves. So it's much yes. bigger. You know, it's much right. bigger than us. Yeah, it's not even... Like, oh, I want to do this thing. I long to do this thing. Mm-hmm. And we think it just... We have a tendency to think it's just about us. Like, whether you do the thing or not. Like, oh, and all the pros and cons of doing this thing that the heart wants. Mm-hmm. But it's so much. it's so much bigger, you know, in your evolution and what you've come here for. Mm-hmm. You know, God expresses through each of us. And so... The longings and desires come from God, come from that infinite part of who we are. And I think something that's something that maybe deters people from giving in to their heart's desire, which and that show and, and how that manifests itself is claiming, exclaiming like, I don't know what I want. Right? You're gonna hang out you're gonna hang out there a little longer. Yeah, so that somehow you don't it's... have to yeah, because somehow it, it feels more acceptable to not know. say that I don't know Yes, um, compared to saying I know, but mm-hmm. I don't want to do it or I'm too afraid right. to do it. Right. Or, yeah. 
Totally, that's that's so true. But something I think that's important to remember is that whatever your heart is longing for now mm-hmm. doesn't mean that's the end of the road. Like once you once you right. take an action towards that, that okay, that's the only thing your heart's ever gonna want. You know, it's gonna. It's, it's just a breadcrumb that's leading to the next right. breadcrumb. Your heart contains all the beautiful breadcrumbs that will lead you to this beautiful. Are you going to cough? Okay. (laughs) No. (laughs) That looked funny. Are you fine? I was going to burp. Oh, no. Okay. (laughs) All right. (laughs) Oh, God. But anyways, yeah. So your heart has all the breadcrumbs that will lead you if you follow them, right? Like we all want to see the full, we all want to see the end game, right? Yeah, like we what want is the, the money the back. We want the money back, risk free guarantee. Yes, but it's like no, you have to trust. This is a this is an experience we've signed up for. Mm-hmm. You know, coming into this life, it's like it's a full spectrum experience. But if we can just follow the breadcrumb, and then the next breadcrumb, and then the next breadcrumb re- will reveal itself. You have to realize that. Giving into that first longing is the first step. Like it's, it's more stuff is going to happen. Like one quick example is, so when Toast and I was were doing music full time, one of the things that, uh, as a lesbian couple, that we always wanted to do was play at at uh, pride festivals. We we're like, oh, how do we get there? How do we, how do we play at a pride festival? You know, and that was our longing, and so we. F- figured out how to do that. We went through all the steps and um, it just, it didn't end there. You know, from one pride festival that led to being asked every year for that pride festival. That then led to being able to play pride festivals in other cities. But it didn't even stop there. Like, then the next thing came where it was like, oh, we saw a um, a woman who is a uh, I guess she's in, in California. She's one of the top women music producer uh, of events. Event producer. Event producers. And we saw her booth at one of the Pride Festivals, and we were like, oh, should we go there? And we were scared. We were like, do we, do we want to do that? Or I don't know. Would we, what would we do? Like, we started getting in our head about it. But we knew, like, something was really drawing us, drawing us there, and it was kind of like maybe the next breadcrumb. We had several... Uh, pride festivals under our belt so we just went up there and we had our business card and she wasn't at the booth but her partner was and we were talking and they hadn't heard our music and and whatnot and so we took that next step and we were just like okay and then we went back and we played another set and then just a few days later the owner of that company called us and said oh my gosh sorry I missed you um Thanks for stopping by the booth. And what was so amazing is that this longing, this initial longing of just wanting to play a pride festival had a life of its own and it just kept growing and it turned out and it's still growing now to this day. There's other things happening, but this woman was putting on an event, a televised event for at the time um, MTV Logo, which was the gay network for MTV. And it was a concert at the Ford Amphitheater, and everything was set for it. 
but she fit us into the billing. She, um, and we had, I, I remember it came up so quickly, right? It was like so fast. And we, we just, we did it. We did it. And we, we participated in this wonderful event. And so, you know, we just wanted to play Pride Festivals. And we got to partake in this amazing event. And what was neat is that one of the artists on the billing, Toast actually had heard of them way back when she was in radio. And I guess you were a fan of their work, right? Yeah, I really like liked their music. I was like, hey, yeah. Mm-hmm. And it mm-hmm. was so cool. It's like a full circle moment for mm-hmm. you in a way because mm-hmm. it was like now we're on the billing. You're mm-hmm. on the billing mm-hmm. of these these musicians that you had admired. Yeah. So it's just amazing how you fall. It's just you don't know. And it's kind of exciting, you know, mm-hmm. even mm-hmm. if it is scary. It's kind of exciting. But yeah, I think that's the neat flip side of things, right? On one hand, it's scary, but it's also exciting. I mean, if everything is known, then it'd just be boring. It's so, so boring, you, can't you guys. Have... Don't be boring. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And it's just... I get it, though. Breadcrumb like... to breadcrumb to breadcrumb, and all breadcrumbs are created equal. Yes. Right? It's all yes. along the way. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So with this topic, we decided, yay, we want to, it reminded of, reminded us of a poem by Khalil Gibran called On Children, because we realized that one of the things we're saying with this episode is that what we want or our heart's desire is not even really our desire. It's kind of like children. It's like you have children, but that they're not your children. Mm, mm-hmm. So uh, I'm just going to read the first part of this poem because I think it applies to the concept of our heart's desire. Your children are not your children. They are the sons and daughters of life's longing for itself. They come through you, but not from you. And though they are with you, yet they belong not to you. You may give them your love, but not your thoughts, for they have their own thoughts. You may house their bodies, but not their souls, for their souls dwell in the house of tomorrow, which you cannot visit, not even in your dreams. Mm. So we can... <sighs> and that that's the end of the quote. So it's like we can manifest and we can have our physical selves serve the heart's desire that is happening through us mm-hmm. right only only because we are physical beings can we help to bring something tangible into the world that that's how we serve but the desires and the dreams themselves when you really think about it it's not something that you thought of Right. And if you didn't think, right. hmm, I need a dream. Hmm. Let me see. What right. You know, what dream can I have? It's it's more it's more similar to you're just observing what desires are already there. Mm-hmm. They're just they just somehow are coming through you. Yeah. That's life's longing for itself. So true. Okay. Life is just so interesting, isn't it? I know. What is happening? My God. Okay. I know. <laughs> I know. Okay. 
Okay, you know right. what? we're just you know tripping what? out. What? You know what? 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 Because- this is why we don't even need to smoke pot or anything. We just automatically just trip out on life. Because I think so much of the times we're choosing from our our ego, our headspace, our intellect. We're choosing what we think. We're trying to predict and and mm. instead of choosing from our heart, mm-hmm. we're kind of choosing I think I think another fear we have is we're afraid we can't have what's really in our hearts. Right. And so right. we think, okay, well, what can, what can, I, can have? I have then? Mm-hmm. And then we settle for that mm-hmm. and we end up choosing that and then all kinds of things ensue because we're choosing something that's not aligned completely with our heart. Mm. So we got to stop that. But start with the small stuff, you know, go bake that cake. Doesn't mean you're going to be a baker. Right. Or you need to be a baker. But we're learning you're just how listening to listen to, to your heart. heart. Right. Yeah. What do you really want at the restaurant? Order that. Mm. You know, you want to take a bubble bath tonight? Take it. <laughs> do it. Okay. All right. Noted. You're just shutting me down. No, no. All right. Well, well now you're, okay, that always comes back to that whole thing of like, well, what is your true heart's desire? Okay, you know what I mean. But that's why. So how do you start knowing you just who's have, speaking? Right. You just you have, have to, start to start listening, listening and getting and curious. In. And I think some of that involves really getting quiet and still, meditating. Yes. yes. Deep breathing. Right. You know? Right. Become the watcher of yourself. Right. Lifelong endeavor. Yeah. All right. So Thanks have a great listening. day. Listen to your heart today and every day. And until next time. This is Sienna. And this is Toast telling you, love life, live free, honor your heart. Hi, it's me. Hi. Hi again. <laughs> So we wanted to revisit this podcast and put a little bit of a a cap on it in case as you're listening, you're like, but Colton and Cassie (laughs) did get together, Sienna. Oh my god! What are you saying? He was listening to his heart after all. Okay. So I'm sorry. I misread that one. However, if you watched it, didn't it seem like Cassie was just not that into him? <laughs> Come on now. It's all about, well, okay, two, two things. Two things. Come on. It's all about the editing. Come on. It's how they edit things. Right. And I think something like only 17% of the couples that ever got together with through these kinds of TV shows are still together. I, know. I don't know what the statistic know. is. Who knows but how it's long. horrible. Who knows how long they're going to stay yeah. together. But I guess I just wanted to acknowledge that something there is mutual. And okay. I swear, okay. I did not pick that one up. You know, and he was so like, you know, I guess he he did listen to his real heart after all. And his action was jumping the fence. Okay. People who watch it will know what I'm talking about. But I swear, I thought Cassie was like, on that last date, was like, get me the hell out of here. I just want to go home. I really thought it wasn't mutual. So I just had to say that. So let's see how long they stay together. I mean, I'm not wishing them, you know, like that, that hope that they break up. If they stay together, I'm very happy for them. 
because Colton, you know, he was a virgin. He's he wanted to be. He, he was waiting. Oh my god! No, he was. That was a big drama about him. Like he he wanted to. He waited so long that he really wanted to just make sure that the person he did it with first was. Hi, I'm Liz Winter, and I have been a medium and a spiritual development teacher for over 30 years. On my podcast, All Aboard the Medium Ship, I want to share the message with you that there is a wealth of love and comfort available to you from the spirit world. On my podcast, you can experience this comfort and peace for yourself through gentle guided meditations and helpful messages. Make sure you subscribe and follow so you never miss an episode. Part of the MindBodySpirit.fm podcast network.